The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, Still in lovely California at the Daily Wire HQ. And we loved Michael and Alicia so much. We wanted to have you guys back Stop for one more round. Oh, come on. To wrap up our, our week in California. You just like having Michael back because he's like a mini you. Yeah. Sarah just likes finally having more estrogen. Yes. Well, I, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> it just brings a totally different vibe. Actually, what it is, is, you know, you, you're a fantastic, you're an author yourself. I am a best-selling author and myself. So, yeah. And we can relate. <laughs> we authors. What it yeah. takes mm-hmm. to write a book. That's right. That's and, true. Uh, how long did it take you to write that? Well, it took me my whole life to research it. It <laughs> took me my whole life. The writing, it sort of flowed out of me. You know, right. to write well is to think cl- clearly. That's yeah. why it's so hard. If people don't know what your book is. Yeah, please tell them. Yeah. It's a, a number one international bestseller, Reasons to Vote for Democrats, A Comprehensive Guide. Uh, the, it's, 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 it is it's, very comprehensive. It's substantial. It's about 265, 270 yeah. pages. Full uh, uh, Bibliography dedicated as Thucydides to become a work of all time, yeah. and uh, and those are the, the one all the, I got. Yeah. Um, uh, there were no words on the pages. <laughs> on the well, no, there was a cover. You saw the cover, yeah, but on the pages there were no in words. the bibliography, so. and then yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, which chapter did you have a question about? <laughs> No, I think I got all of them. I think I got all of them. That was just brilliant. That was just brilliant. All right, Glenn, what's your top story? Uh, top story for me is um, the lies that we tell ourselves uh, on the violence of America. All right, Michael. My top story is that white liberals in America have, are now castrating the Spanish language. They've added a new word to Merriam-Webster, Latinx. No Latino, no Latina. The new word we have to have, Latinx. I can we stop sounds, with the new that words? Sounds more derogatory. It does. It does. It hey, Latinx, hey, come on get over away. here. You, she's a nice Latinx. <laughs> 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 I like to keep things fun on a Friday. I'm going to talk about. A, I like, want to talk about. A, the tinks isn't fun. <laughs> it's so disturbing. Right, it just stop saying it. It just sounds bad. Hey, to me. toots and latinks, come on over. Oh, flashbacks, bad memories. Uh, LeBron James is coming to Hollywood. All right. Not just the Lakers. Apparently, he's going to be taking over Hollywood. Here we guys. go. And oh, I wish Stu was here for that one, because as we all know, he loves LeBron James. Yeah, loves him. He, he does not. Uh, before we get into that, want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. We were just talking about this yesterday, uh, explaining to them how it works. But Glenn has it. I'm still waiting. iTarget Pro. I really need to use this because so, we'll order one You're right here at the bottom of the screen. What? You go oh, is that where iTargetPro.com? Oh, right there. I tar- and right now, you're going to save 10, percent but you. Use- have have to use promo the promo code, code news, news. itargetpro.com okay. but okay but seriously i never have time to go out to the range it gets expensive I think I am. You know what? F- I have a funny story. No, 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 that's, funny story. That's, uh, so, no, 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 hold on. Someone, uh, when I was I was going to get my concealed carry um, and I was getting tips and it, someone said, you know, you got to do the test where you see mm-hmm. if you're left or right eye dominant and somehow I did that test wrong and for the longest time I was terrible. Like I was not even close. Because and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, why am I so bad? And my dad was like, Sarah, I don't really know what else to tell you. <laughs> and I said, hold on a second. Let me just try something. And I switched to the other eye and I was immediately great. <laughs> so I, I've had that experience with uh, my son-in-law. Yeah. Uh, and um, nope, doesn't matter which eye you use. <laughs> 
Aerotech. <laughs> anyway, yeah, iTarget Pro, it's a, it's a little laser. laser it's like yes. a laser bullet. You can't see the laser, so you have to use the sights. But you can use it in your own uh, home, living room. Dry firing is the most important thing because it, it is, you'll change the way you shoot. If I have you a can, very long pole. Yeah, so it's it's it essential is, to practice because yeah, it's way longer than you think it's going to be. And it's also important to practice slowly. on different types of weapons that you own. Yes. Yeah, your specific, yeah. yeah, your specific weapons. It's almost like you're not from California. <laughs> I've said this numerous times. <laughs> All right, so almost. save 10% with promo code NEWS at itargetpro.com. Glenn. What? Your top, your top story. Oh yes. So my top story is um, the lies, crime, yeah. the lies that we tell ourselves about crime and being safe here in America. Um, everybody, you know, I said to my wife uh, the other day because I had read *The Coddling of the American Mind* by Jonathan Haidt. Had you read yeah, that yet? I have. Okay. Yeah. It's fantastic, and his his recommendations at the end are the best. Put your kid on a bike and tell them to ride their bike to school as early as possible. Um, and, and I love that. And it's, it's just the common sense thing. So I talked to my wife and I said, you know, these are some of the suggestions, you know. And I remember when I being seven years old, you know, I, I was like 1934. And and my mom just giving me, you know, money for a gallon of milk and saying, go up to the store and get a gallon of milk. And that was like two blocks away. I, I think I, I may have been six. I, I couldn't have been older than seven. Uh, and, uh, and nobody thought twice of it. Now, it's crazy. And so I'm talking to my wife and she said, oh, I don't know, I, I just, I don't, you know. I'm like, kids are 25, honey. <laughs> they can go get the milk. They, they can, can go get, get the, the milk. Yeah. Um, and she said, you know, kidnapping and all this stuff. And I said, it's not true. And even showing all the statistics, mm -hmm. You don't believe the statistics. Well, here are the new statistics. Crime is now down again in the year of the gun. Uh, crime is down 8%. 8%. At the same time, Great Britain, crime has gone up, was it 22%? Mm -hmm. And knife crime mm -hmm. up 11%. Mm -hmm. No, a 22 increase in knife crime and 11% rise in gun crime. They don't have guns. Apparently they do. I saw this stupid, stupid BBC show. I'm trying to remember what it is. It's this police show. And I don't know. I kind of like, I like watching police shows from different countries. Because then I could go, that country's riddled with crime. <laughs> like they yeah. used to do with us. Yeah, like in Britain, like, excuse me, sir, please don't commit that crime, please. I would ask you, sir. So, so they have this, they're trying to catch this serial killer, okay? And he's like torturing um, young girls and killing them. And they've got him in, they know, they can see him walking back and forth and they can hear the whimpering of a girl, okay, in there. And they come down the stairs and he's behind this door and one of them says, you know, Peter, that are. And uh, he's like, all right, me blokes, let's go. <laughs> and he goes in right before he kicks down the door. The other officer and him, they both pull out their flashlight. 
<laughs> I swear to God, they pulled out a flashlight. They're gonna blind them. And then threats are heavy, you know. Yeah. That's what it, that's what they did. No. That's what they did. He came in. It. Yeah, he came with a machete, you know, and, and oh a knife crime. A knife crime, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he comes at him with a machete, and they both have their flashlights, and they're like, "No, don't hit me! Don't hit me! Don't hit me!" In America, the show ends quickly. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. You're dead. They don't even have to Next. open the door. You, yeah. really you don't that. need the court case. You don't need anything. He's got a machete. There's a girl. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> No questions. I gotta say, I don't think that things are gonna change uh, culturally, even though the statistics are very plainly obvious. I'm definitely a person that I just like show me the facts. Maybe that's why I'm here at Daily Wire. I don't know why. Um, but there's an element of I've been mommy shamed before for doing basic things like nursing my youngest on a park bench and watching my five and nine year old play at mm -hmm. the at the slide ten feet away. Like, yeah. I, and, and, or, you know, hey, babe, watch the kid. I'm running to the ladies' room. And then the husband lets her go watch the airplanes at DFW Airport. And an old lady comes over and says, is that your child? She's being, you know, she's unaccounted for. Oh. And, it, and it's so, it, I think that I can try to get your wife on board with the, you know, not being a helicopter parent. Because statistically, also, I think it does so much, especially for young girls, to be able to experience the independence of being able oh, to yeah. do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And the self-confidence and the smarts to figure out their way with other people and in certain situations. While you're observing, while you're treating them and, and teaching them what they need to know. But it's culturally, especially, dear Lord, here in L.A., you have, like, a citizen... Uh, <laughs> behind every corner no, <laughs> that's you, like calling child control on you. Yeah. Can I tell you something though? They're only doing that in, in, in places until it gets insane and then they stop. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why I moved from Manhattan is we lived in Manhattan and I thought it was great because I'm right in the center of everything. Center of the universe. Yeah. yeah, and I've got, you know, I'm going here and there and the house is right around the corner and so you could do so much. My wife hated it. Mm. And she's like, there's no place to play. And I was like, see that right there? <laughs> right. In the center of the... That's yeah. Central Park. Play. <laughs> and she said, you take them to Central Park. And, I, and so Saturday was coming, and I'm like, I will this Saturday. <laughs> we moved shortly after. <laughs> uh, and here's why. We, I went to Central Park. I had the kids. They were very young at the time. You know, five and seven, maybe. And... Um, uh, I take him to Central Park and all these kids are playing and as I'm standing there all the parents are standing around and I see under the monkey bars these three girls and they're probably six or seven and I'm watching them and I'm watching my kids as they're playing real close and these girls start calling the other other friends over and then they drop their pants and they crap not pee <laughs> crap under the monkey bars and they're encouraging the other kids to crap under the monkey bars <laughs> and i i'm standing there and and i'm seeing this and then i look like the parents the parents this must have been the dinkins era of new york yes and i'm like and i'm like where which which one of you and the parent next to me who was talking to the other parent of one of the kids and they just looked and they said oh jeez 
Susan, I told you, don't do that. She does that all the time. I said, kids, come on, we're going back to the apartment and we're calling you home. Right yeah, we're going to Texas. Oh I, my God. That, that, I'm not surprised having lived in New York a lot of my life. It's get, Mayor de Blasio is returning everyone to doing that now. Yeah. But when you look, there, there's another interesting statistic here. The violent crime is down since 93 mm -hmm. tremendously. Mm -hmm. And yet, uh, public opinion polls find people constantly think crime has increased year over year. Oh, maybe they just like keep increasing. Twitter. Yes. Yeah, it could yeah, be. The headlines. It's all the this headlines. Is going 24-7 news cycle, anyone? Yeah, or is it, is it also uh, to do with all of the politicians that want to convince us we need them? Mm -hmm. That's right. But there, there's a real irony, I find, when you look at those crimes decreasing that we're constantly being told we need to let criminals out of prison. We're constantly being, it was like the Fox Especially Butterfield headline. Yeah, do you yeah. remember the crime rate continues to decrease despite prisons filling? It's like, well, maybe, maybe those have something to do with one another. Maybe that isn't a contradiction. I don't, it's uh, <laughs> It's interesting for me, um, Alicia, you are probably a much more hands-off mom than I am. Uh -huh. And I try really, like, it's a conscious decision that I have to make because I know these statistics. I mean, I, I work in this industry. We talk about it on the show. And yet the thought of sending my son outside to play by himself still terrifies me. But I think that it's more of a what if I am that statistic? Only because we hear about the bad and we don't hear about the good. So while I know that it's still, you know, statistically speaking, it's it's much less likely to happen to me. I, that's all that I see in the news and that's all that I see when I look anywhere. And so I worry that I don't want to be that statistic still. Does that make sense? So I, I uh, you know, I and I don't want to get into it here again, but on my broadcast on September 10th of this year, I talked about my son who was um, uh, in my home um, uh, approached, if you will, by a um, pedophile online. And only by the grace of God did we catch it. And, uh, and only because you know, of the security we have, the way, our, and my wife being very attentive and uh, found out about it at two o'clock in the morning. And uh, I will tell you, you know, I have literally a million dollars of security equipment in my house. The, the police call my house the compound. I have servers upstairs with all kinds of stuff on them. And if that can happen to mm. me, mm -hmm. The right. biggest danger is not in the street. The biggest danger is online. Yeah. That's right. Uh, all right. So, Glenn, I know that you have to run to a meeting, so you're I, not going to be joining us. But before you go, yes. before you go, we wanted to highlight. Uh, just Are you going to give me a cake? No, I don't have a cake for you. No, but we, okay. we, we, we have a kale salad from yes. the city of LA. Yeah, we are in, oh. are in oh. California. Yikes. So we wanted to uh, highlight some of your finer moments in California. Watch. <laughs> they remain Puppets! <laughs> Puppets! And they do not have sexual orientation! I actually found a video of someone else of notoriety who was making the racist sign. Let's watch. Oh, it's so bad here, nobody can afford anything. Because of capitalism. <laughs> oh, Western way. There it is. There's at one point I'm talking about, you know, Lederhosen and singing Edelweiss. <laughs> and 
I said, so, you know, I dress up, uh, you know, in Lederhosen, and I sing Edelweiss, <laughs> Edelweiss, mm-hmm. which makes it kind of humorous. Mm-hmm. The uh, producers in New York, uh, can you do that again and not sing? <laughs> No, no, this is medicine. This is medicine in California. This is all medical. All medical. I mean, I gotta get this back on the plane. I believe uh, the person who was threatening you with that was Anthony, Anthony Weiner. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Unleash on. me on the Weiner. <laughs> There's a woman that's come out on Santa. Oh, no. Yeah, when Santa was in high school. Oh, no. Yeah. What did he do? raped her. <laughs> Full on okay, that's not, rape. All right. <laughs> well, he was young. He was athletic. He, you know, he was, you know. Oh, okay. This is before he started to drink and get fat. I swear to you. <laughs> I swear to you. Dolly was raped by that fat man. And I know because I'm a Charlie in the box. Right. We are too stupid to run a country. We really, we should, we should just give up. We really should. Yeah, we yeah. really should. You know what, America? Put your tools down. I think we're done as a country. <laughs> Just just walk away. I don't know if you're working the bandsaw. You probably shouldn't be working that. Just put the tools down. Turn off the machine. Let's go home. <laughs> Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour. On tour this fall. a lot more to get into, but uh, before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Mercury Real Estate. Uh, Glenn actually founded Mercury Re- Real Estate uh, with realestateagentsitrust.com because he found that you know they were working with their realtor and they weren't really getting what they wanted. Uh, so we talk a lot about, you know, I thought to myself, okay, I'm buying a home. It's the biggest investment I'm ever going to make. And I mean, I've done this before and I, for the life of me, cannot remember my realtor's name. Mm. Right? That's right, yeah. Like you, you use realtors, you see realtors on like bus stops, mm-hmm. right? And you sit on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and But you, you have no idea. There's all these realtors. You could just go take a phone book right. and in the pages. Mile. Yeah, and pick one. Yeah. Plus they send you junk mail all the time. Yes, it's so annoying. So this way, Glenn actually has a team and they, um, they fully vet all of these realtors. They handpick them. They're all people who do this full time. It's not just like, oh, my sister's cousin's uh, husband's <laughs> son actually does that on the side, so you should contact them. Out here in LA, <laughs> I can't tell you how many realtor, actor, writer, producer, directors yes. I know. There yes. are a lot of those. It's because they all want the Bravo show. That's why they have the agent behind their name. But um, so, yeah, so they're fully vetted and they're listeners of the show. So they share your values. You can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Find you your realtor today. All right. Do we have to get into this? We have to get into this. This is very important. We're a really serious (laughs) culture now, and that's why we have added a word to the dictionary. Merriam-Webster added a word. It used to be... For Hispanic people, you'd say... I'm Lat- a Latina. You're a La- Latina? Yes. I, if I, I'm swarthy enough, I could be a Latino. Yes. No, no more. No more, because that's sexist. You, uh, the new word is Latinx with an X. And this is funny for a few reasons. One, the Spanish language is gendered. <laughs> it is yes. a gendered language. Everything about it, right? Yeah, the, entire okay. the whole thing. But the other one is, it's all of these social justice warriors pushing Latinx, Latinx. And yet, by inserting this Americanized, uh, anglicized word, this is cultural imperialism. Mm-hmm. We are reconquering these people yet again. It is a total, <laughs> and total And telling irony. them how to 
talk and uh, yeah, what you, to say. Oh, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to refer Our language yourself. isn't good enough That's right. for them. No, you're, I'm sorry, your primitive little language. No, 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 sir. It's a Latinx. It also sounds so hideous. It does. That's a, if someone called me a Latinx, he's getting a, he's cruising for a bruising, someone buddy. called your sister a Latinx. Like, oh, don't you, right? don't yeah. you that's tell what, me. That's, yeah. a, that's the equivalent. Like, if somebody said that to... He, no, I'd right. be like, excuse you? But it is it is this quest. I mean, it's a, it's such a stupid word. But it is this quest in this culture to completely obliterate gender differences. We've now been told sexual difference has nothing to do with marriage. Sexual difference has nothing to do with jobs that you can do, even combat, even being a fireman. They're even trying to change the sexual difference has nothing to do with a, you know whether or not you can have a child. That's right. Except oh, yes. last I checked, even if you have a member that you weren't born with, the inside still counts. That's right. And but it's a bizarre thing in a culture where all we care about is sex. I mean, everyone is just talking about sex all the time, transgender, bathrooms, this and that. So we're told on the one hand, sex is the big difference that matters. You should mutilate yourself if you feel like a different sex. And then on the other hand, all the sexes are the same. We're equally pretty, aren't we? The three of us, we're all I'm a I'm a beautiful beautiful young woman, aren't I? Mm. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I have seen you cross-dress. That's true, many times. True yeah. story. Really? There have been oh, numerous you know. times that my daughters have come to see us here at the Daily Wire headquarters because we have an open-door policy to adorable cross-house children. <laughs> and uh, there have been costumes or dresses. I might have had to go on as Elizabeth Warren on occasion. In you hair know. and makeup. Oh. Pocahontas. And my five-year-old has said, know. oh, there's another kid here? <laughs> Where's the other little girl, mommy? Because a Moana costume this, was hanging. This, is this the... man finds every excuse possible to dress up like a woman. I Okay, but on a... Especially if it's a Disney princess. <laughs> on a more serious note, speaking of that, uh, exposing children to that and, and whatnot, um, I, and I think I told you this off-air, that at my child's elementary school mm -hmm. that I just, it tore me up inside that I was gonna have to send him to public school just with my schedule and I was like, it doesn't make sense to pay that much money to send him to private first grade. Mm -hmm. uh, there are two children at his elementary school who apparently are males dressing as females. This is child abuse. In elementary school, it absolutely is this child is abuse. This is pure child abuse. It's amazing. You know, we got rid of Castrati, the singers, you know, who'd be castrated and, and when they were little kids. We got rid of that a hundred years ago because mm -hmm. it's it's wrong and immoral and, and abusive to kids. And now we're bringing it back. They are shooting kids with hormones to prevent puberty. They're encouraging these sorts of delusions. When I was four years old, I went around my birthday party as Batman. I had the cape. I was fighting crime. People didn't. People indulged this for my birthday. They didn't indulge this at the elementary school. Yeah. This is. This really does constitute child abuse. And it's really dangerous because where does it stop? And I, and I think I think the thing that bothers me the most is you are literally shooting in potentially dangerous levels of hormones into prepubescent boys and girls. It to me seems to go against everything that the Hippocratic Oath says. Yeah, I mean, and well, right because we don't know the long term repercussions of that. But well, as a, we do know. I mean, unfortunately, we do know that that one in two transgender high school students attempt suicide. Yes, absolutely. That, that it doesn't have to be long-term. That's studies that we're seeing right now. And yes. that, to me, one in two, a heck, one in 100 is something that the scientific community and the medical community needs to take a pause yeah. 
step back and say what really needs to be done here and what is the root cause of this issue. Yeah. And I mean, aside from that, you know, what the hormones can do to your body, mm -hmm. just putting them in your body well, from seen, such a young age. We've seen, we've even seen studies that have come out that are showing that there's su higher suicidal rates, higher, uh, like breast con uh, cancer risk with hormonal birth control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. typically taken by girls in the United States, depending on their situation from the ages of 15 and up. Right. And uh, I just take it as a recreational drug. We well, do it. Yeah. Acne. I do I it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say uh, to your daughter, let's say, if she Oof. came home, right, and uh, your middle daughter is how old? Five. Okay. So she comes in and says... She goes to a Catholic school, so this is not a problem. Not at God. school, right? Okay, not at school. <laughs> we are not You're even in a better Catholic position there, than I am. Yeah. We're not Let's even say, Catholic. Michael wants to it, recruit her to the Catholicism. That's right. That's uh, all, all of us, actually. Let's, but Let's say that it happened yeah. at a playground, you know, and she starts asking questions because I find myself trying to figure out one of these days he's going to ask me mm -hmm. what's going on and mm -hmm. I honestly don't know what the right answer is to tell him. I think the biggest thing is it has to, uh, like with faith, right? I'm going to talk to her about Catholicism and how we can respect it as a religion and view those classes as kind of world history of sorts, correct? Yeah. Yeah. But then Maybe if she has more history, detailed questions about well, why don't we believe in the Pope, I can delve into that. And I think the, a big thing with a five-year-old is you have to talk to them at that level. Yes. Telling a Talking to a five-year-old about somebody that's uh, in the process of changing genders is going to be very different than speaking to a 15 year old about right, it. Right. And uh, I think the biggest thing that has helped me in some situations, because at her previous preschool, there were a couple little boys that would often come dressed in a girl Disney princess attire. And uh, their mother did have a Hillary sticker still on her. I'm shocked. Shocked uh, to hear that. And it was, well, why did they dress like that? Boys aren't supposed to dress like that. Five-year-olds? No. Like yeah. they innately mm -hmm. know yep. that's a boy, that's a girl. This is how boys and girls dress. And I just say, well, some people don't believe and, and live their life the way that mommy and daddy do. Yeah, absolutely. Good answer. All right, back in a minute. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. are missing a, a LeBron James topic, but before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsor, Minostalgia. Uh, Minostalgia has so many amazing, um, they've got the wild rice flour, they've got the um, polenta, the wild rice mm -hmm. polenta, which is awesome, and the great thing that I love about Minostalgia is that um, I they came in the studio a while back and they made us all these delicious things. They made a ton of waffles, and so they've got, the, they've got savory waffles, and mm -hmm. then they've got the sweeter waffles. Of course. Yeah, and they're both great, but uh, they made these chocolate waffles that I'm sure you could appreciate this as a mother. Not to be mm -hmm. sexist or anything. No, you don't know that I'm not a mother. <laughs> wise I mean, man. I kind of do. My, yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but uh, as a mother, you know, so I brought these chocolate waffles home. I saw the ingredients. It was made with the wild rice flour, and it was very, very low in sugar. Nice. But it did have chocolate in it, and my son just literally inhaled them. I gave it to him, and I turned around, and I turned back and was like, where did the waffle go? <laughs> so if you can find a product like that, that you know it with it the protein good too. yes the with protein the, is with really the protein helpful from the yeah. wild rice flour so if you can find a product like that that it tastes good and you can feel good about giving it to your kids it's like 
sold. Done and you done. Know? So uh, right now, 10% of the proceeds that uh, you purchase will go to the Mercury One and Nazarene Fund, which um, they're really in need of donations right now. They've got a lot of missions that um, they're working on and they're getting low. So now is the time, blazewildrice.com. Use promo code HELP10 to uh, donate that 10% to Mercury One. All right, LeBron James. He's coming to L.A. Oh, my God. Not only right. is he going to be a Laker, and I have to, like, full caveat, the only reason we're talking about this is because I'm not a sports fan and because it involves entertainment. Because <laughs> I didn't even know who the Lakers were until I moved to Los Angeles five years oh, ago. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, I'm a so college really fan. Like, that's it. Okay, so you do, like, spo- some sports. Some sports. It's not NBA. Boomer Sooner. Mm. So, oh, no. <laughs> I know. Now she's going to kick me out of the studio. Um, yeah, uh, let's just cut. So, uh, <laughs> LeBron is coming to L.A. There was this big hubbub of where his kid's going to go to school. What part of the city is he going to live in? Well, now, not only does he want to act more in films, because he's had a couple, you know, bit parts in rom-coms, uh, he's saying that he wants to, like, be acting and directing and producing. Oh. And mm-hmm. yesterday we all found out, and Twitter was a flutter, because they're going to be remaking a childhood fave of mine, Space Jam. <gasps> wow. Oh, that's a childhood it's a match made of in mine, heaven. too. It's a good time, too, because every other executive in Hollywood is now in prison. So now <laughs> it's right the perfect right time Jesse. for LeBron to get well, it. Every, He's a good family man, he seems to be, right? <laughs> yeah, I so do, he certainly I will do make know it. enough about sports to know that there's always the comparison between him and Michael Jordan. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, he just wants to dominate everything. He's got the fashion line. Yeah. He's got the acting. He's I mean, he hasn't baseball, tried yeah. baseball yet. <laughs> like, at least he hasn't made that switch, but now he's legitimately trying to play Michael Jordan in a, se- a remake of, of the original. Wow. I'm skeptical of how it'll go. Mm-hmm. They've apparently hired the director that directed Marvel's Black Panther, which I was a fan of the movie. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting, especially because he is taking numerous kind of areas by storm. Obviously, he's dominated in sports. I think he's been... Uh, he'd be interested in politics in a way. I feel like he's kind of paving that way for himself. Mm. And now the entertainment world. Well, if Kobe Bryant can win an Academy Award, then I guess LeBron could do perfectly well in showbiz. Did did you see that, you know, Kobe won an Academy Award last year. I saw him perform his poem that he won the Academy Award for. I saw him do it live at the Hollywood Bowl. A seventh grader writing, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be too mean to Kobe. The, the poems that was like, Dear Basketball, I really like you, Basketball. <laughs> Love Kobe. And you think, like, all right, well, I don't know, LeBron not is going to be. Not a haiku. Yeah, no. he's, he's going to be Orson Welles compared to that, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay, did you like Space Jam? I, Space Jam, oh, your time? yes. I okay. love Space Jam. And, you know, have you ever gone to the Space Jam website? No. no. The Space Jam website is a hidden gem of the internet. Really? Because they never updated it. Yes. So on the Warner Brothers, it's still the same website from the 90s. Wow. They better like the little GIFs and the, oh, they it's great. They better not change that when LeBron does the remake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, uh, before we move on, I just have to say, um, I'm going to have that song stuck in my head literally all day now. Mm. You're welcome. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. I wanted to get y'all's take on this. An intersex person. Mm-hmm. sued uh, the Trump administration because passports only allow <laughs> male and female on the application. And um, this intersex person said, I don't, I'm neither male nor female. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it, you know, this is not fair for me. And the judge ruled on it. Do either of you want to guess on uh, oh, no. what the judge oh, said? No. Can, we have more, can we have more clues? Like which state? 
Yeah. Uh, it's I, not in here. I have a guess. I have a guess. Are we now going to have 57 options on our passports? Is that where 700 options are? It on appears our that's where we're headed. Oh, wow. gosh. Here we go. It appears that's where we're headed. Is it the so, Ninth Circuit? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's California. Yeah, I know. It was not, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so the judge actually ruled the, in favor of this intersex um, person, Shim. You know, uh, and said that it was it was unfair because um, scientifically, you know, this this person is saying that they are not male or female and they would actually be lying mm. on their passport if they had to pick one. So as the person on this panel who is the man that most resembles Rachel Maddow, I feel that I <laughs> have some expertise and authority to speak here. It is true. I mean, so we should be clear, too. There are people who are transgender, and that means they have a psychological disorder where yes. they think that they're a different sex. And then there are people who are intersex or hermaphroditic where it's just a little unclear. It's unclear as, as a matter of chromosomes or genitalia or whatever. That appears to be this person. So fair enough that he isn't clearly male or female, but he isn't something other than male or female. Right. Like he, those are kangaroo. the two ingredients. I mean, yeah, right. I, uh, my heritage is Sicilian and English and Irish. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that there is a separate race of people that is the combination of uh, Sicilian and English and Irish. I'm just kind of in the middle, and it's a little ambiguous. I don't know what I put on my passport. What should I you know, put on American, I guess? Right. That, it is true that there are a handful of people with this condition. And exceptions could be made for those handful of people. Yes. Why? But, Why not just pick a lane? What but, does it matter? Why not just put on your passport, okay, I'm a male or a female, and go on living your life? And to say it's, it would be a lie if they were to pick one is, I mean, to me, that's a giant stretch. Right. Well, but that's where we are because it's about how you feel about who you are mm. and what is your truth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yes. So apparently there was a, there's a clerk who says that he knows how to pick those, uh, oh, those, yes, this those was female clerks. A, a Yale Law student okay. writing anonymously in the Huffington Post said that she went in for an interview with, uh, with Kavanaugh and she was told that he picks girls who look like a certain type, or she noticed that, and then... Maybe she just wasn't that smart. I, well, it could have been. It, it, but in her encounter with Kavanaugh, what she left, this is the big bombshell, is that he was perfectly appropriate and professional and cordial. <laughs> so that... What? Breaking! The nerve! Brett Kavanaugh, still very unimpeachably cordial. Yes, wow. that's My favorite right. story of the week, though, is how his wife has actually been handing out cupcakes to reporters and protesters on their front lawn. <laughs> I know. Isn't that sweet? Of course, like, you don't know no, what, her. What, what's in that oh, ice I would not right. be eating those cupcakes. Because no, I, no. I was like, I saw that, and I was like, she's a better woman than me yeah. because if they're treating my husband like that. Uh -uh, oh, of course. You, oh man, but it's, it, is, it is hysterical. Uh, you know, these Speaking of this Yale law student, who maybe I know, I don't know. I was, I was there around the time that this anonymous person oh, was. Oh, so that'd be interesting. Maybe it's me. Do you I want to know. date her? I well, I hope not. Otherwise, they're coming for me next. <laughs> but the the line in here is that all of these other Yale Law students have signed a petition mm -hmm. about Brett Kavanaugh. They said if Brett Kavanaugh is put on the court, women will die. I mean, <laughs> I I mean the, the obvious connection there, yeah. right? It, it is really sad. Yale Law is supposed to be the best law school in the mm -hmm. country. And that kind of hysteria. You know, uh, these mainstream outlets, even Huffington Post, Washington Post, New York Times, they're supposed to be serious places of journalism running anonymous insinuations and nonsense. It's pathetic. Meanwhile, so we're, we're talking about Brett Kavanaugh, the squeakiest, cleanest guy, probably walking around this continent. Meanwhile, the economy hits record highs. 
Meanwhile, joblessness hits record lows. Everything is going so incredibly well that the Democrats, to derail this confirmation hearing, have to literally invent a problem. They have to create a total fiction and then publish it to try to derail it. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of, I think we have a, uh, a Trump tweet, I believe, if, mm. and if we don't, but he said he said Thursday's claims report, um, he, he spoke about Thursday's claims report, but it showed that the number of people receiving benefits, uh, jobless claims, it hit a 49-year low. Yeah, that's. But did you? I don't think you probably didn't. That wasn't hear that in the newspaper were, this morning. Yeah, unless uh, you were paying attention to Trump's Twitter, which I will say, a lot Noel of people show. do pay attention. Right. Yeah, or Michael Knowles show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people do pay attention to Trump's Twitter. However, you know, it's interesting to me that uh, all of this, all of these, um, these statistics mm -hmm. that show that the economy is doing really well. I don't see that at CNN. I don't see that uh, people receiving the number of people receiving benefits after an initial week of aid fell 55,000 to uh, 1.645 million for the week ended September 10th, the lowest level since August 1973. Wow. I mean, come on. That's not your leading headline. Your leading headline is, well, the Kavanaugh accuser uh, has this friend who said this mm. thing, but then she said maybe not, and she wants to testify, but only if you meet really subjective conditions. And please don't talk about the economy. Please don't talk about the economy. <laughs> yeah. No, the midterms are coming up. It is really pathetic. But it, i got to tell you something. In all of this Kavanaugh stuff, Typically, Donald Trump would just be on Twitter and this isn't fair. Thank and God he's yes. keeping his trap shut. He is yes. handling this so smooth. Thank I, God he's an amazing. You, well, you first I of know, all, it like, shows it shows that he's learned something apparently, but it also shows maybe they've got something up their sleeves. Ed Whelan has been writing about this. Yes, he has. He's a lot of Kavanaugh insiders. Rich Lowry have said, you know, just wait until next week. Uh, what else are the Democrats going to do? They've got the squeakiest, totally qualified guy. They have no political issue to run on, not a single one. Mm. So they've got to create something out of this. But I think they've probably overplayed their hand. I guess we'll see next week. Yeah, all right. Uh, get your popcorn ready. Thank you guys so much yeah. for Thank joining you for us having for us. a second yeah, day in a this row. Was great. And it's been amazing. I'm kind of sad to leave, but also no. not Come really. Back. <laughs> well, now I heard Come back for visits. In Texas, they yes. let you have the guns and not pay any taxes. So I mean, I'll just follow you down there. I'll see you next week. Please take oh. it. Oh, <laughs> okay, great. Michael Nolshaw moving to the blaze. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys Monday. Like what you're hearing? Become a blaze premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.